you believe there aren't any good men anymore? Do you find it difficult to understand men in particular? Men have been conditioned to believe that speaking what is on their hearts degrades their masculinity. They don't say what they say because of this. They want women to figure out what they're saying. Maria Romano talks with Reggie Rogers about the perspectives of men and how women can change their narrative in order to find a lifetime partner. Tune in and don't miss out on this great episode. Good morning, Reggie. I am so excited to have you here. And I was uh, just live on Facebook a little while ago. Let me make sure my phone is completely turned off because we do not want anything disturbing us because you have so much to share with us. Um, We started last week. Everybody, I want to just backtrack. Reggie was supposed to be on last week. I had internet issues. Got a new router, had people come out. I still think I have internet issues, but that's okay. That's the way of the world. But I'm so excited to have you here uh, because you have so much to talk about. You're one of my favorite people. uh, As far as, you know, you have so much integrity and you just love helping women, in particular women, not that you can't help men, about finding love, but finding love in a healthy way. So maybe you can just give everybody just a little bit of background on how you got started on this trajectory. Yeah, uh, well, first of all, Maria, thank you for allowing me to uh, have this moment in time to share with you on your platform. I think you're an awesome person and I love the work that you're doing in regards to relationships. And uh, as you said, I'm one of your favorite people. You're one of my favorite people. So. We have that mutual connection there. But I got on this journey, Maria. Um, I've been on the circuit for a long time. Many people don't realize I've been on the circuit since I was 26. And um, uh, I just turned 55 uh, two weeks ago. So that tells you how long I've been doing this. I started off talking to men. I put a book out back in 2000 that did really, really well. And the book was primarily for men. I put a book out called, it was P-L-A-Y-A, number two, P-R-A-Y-A. I was on all. I was on the talk shows because people just was enamored by the title, which was which if you pronounce it, it's called Playa to Preya. So it was Ebonics, and so I did the I did the talk shows. I got on the circuit on uh called AIMS, where I would become the featured speaker. AIMS stood for African American Male Empowerment Summit. I was always their featured speaker on that circuit for AIMS, and that started that started way back with that in 2000. So I've been doing this for a long time, but by 2010, I was way up here in in terms of my career. I was at the height of my career. And uh, I remember I was doing a a talk show uh, on, uh, what's that network? Uh, It was PM Wynn. She's she's a real famous host. I was doing her talk show (laughs) and my wife, they flew her in. They picked her up in a limo. She came to the set. And after we got to the hotel that night, uh, it was my wife at the time. I'm single now. But but uh, she said, Reggie, I don't want to do this anymore. I said, do what? She says, I don't want to be married anymore. Um, I thought she was joking. Be honest with you. Like, you, you don't want to be married anymore. She says, nope. I just want my own identity. I don't want to be identified with you anymore. These were her exact words. And I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back and get my old life back. Well, again... I looked at her, I'm thinking, okay, I'm waiting for her to say, I'm just joking. That part never came. So obviously she was serious. And so hence we started our separation. I was due to be in LA that following week. I told her, I said, I got to go to LA next week. But I tell you what, while I'm gone, I'll give you some time to think about it. She says, I don't even think about it. I already know what I want. (laughs) So 
it was it was just um, she took a quantum leap. She expedited it because she had already made up her mind. That's what she wanted to do. So at that point, I had to ask myself three questions. What did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? And what won't I do moving forward? That started my journey. I started journaling everything. I was journaling, journaling. What did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? What won't I do moving forward? And I started journaling. And then I decided I wanted to read everything on the market on dating and relationships because my primary focus was understanding relationships. But more than that, I wanted to focus in on the psychoses of the woman's mind, how women thought. What was the thought process of a woman? So I wanted to understand a woman in totality. So I read everything on the market about women and dating. And then I discovered, though, that women are empowering women when it comes to relationships. They're not getting it from a conscious male's perspective. So now I want to be the voice of men talking to women because women always ask two questions. Are you hear these statements? They say, one, he doesn't talk to me. Two, he doesn't tell me what's on his mind. And then they'll also say, so I don't understand what's going on in his heart. So now let me share with you what's happening with the man, what's going on in his mind, what's happening in his heart, because we really don't articulate the way that women articulate because men are ego driven and women, women are emotionally driven. So we, we, we communicate with our body language. Women wear their emotions on their sleeve. We don't. So it's up to you to, we figure you got to understand what we're saying when we're really not saying what we're saying. So that's how I got into this. Uh, you know, you said something, men are ego driven and women are emotionally driven. How true? I can't begin to tell you. But when you say ego driven, you said something, what men say, do, don't they mean what they say? I'm, I'm kind of, you know, we get like these mixed messages. Expand on that if you can. So, yeah, we, we do mean what we say, but we just don't say what we say. We want you to figure out what we're saying because we say <laughs> what we say through our body language. And we want you to get an understanding of really what we're saying by how we appear in our posture. That's how we that's how men speak, because we've been bred that with the understanding that if we articulate what's in our heart, it takes away from our masculinity. That's why you have that word macho. Macho was all about a man's ego. But then women came along and women created a word uh, called, um, what's the word for women? It's, uh, oh, there's a word for women that, 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 he, that was equal to macho. Like um, aggressive? Like aggressive? No, no, no. no. It's, it's called uh, macho and um, it'll, it'll come to me. I'll tell you what it is. But, but, but um, there, there was a word that women came up with uh, that was equal to that. And then it started, it started paralleling. So it became more, as you said, that's how it became more conflicting and more hard to really understand because we were macho and uh, women were had machismo. That's what it was. It was machismo. So okay, women I've learned a new word. Machismo. And men were macho. Machismo. <laughs> love it right i love it reggie so you when you're you're out there you're speaking to women right and, and that's really your market from a man standpoint view. but i'm sure you can teach men a few things as well what do you seem what seems to be the biggest frustration with women out there today that are dating that are single what, what do you find um i think one of the things that i constantly hear is that there aren't they don't believe that there aren't any good men anymore mm -hmm. And I think the older we become in terms of our age, 
the harder we think it is to find. But I think it's really all about repositioning. And repositioning has a lot to do with your mind. And you, when you reposition yourself, you have to reposition your mind in order to reposition you. So as you think, the old saying says, as you think, so you become. As a person thinketh, so it is. So when you reposition your thought process, that's, that's, that's why when I talk about dating, my moniker is dating from an expanded conscious perspective. That's what I have you to zero in on because expanded consciousness simply means I'm empowering you to get to that place of where you're not focusing on what's missing, but I'm empowering you to focus on what you intend to create. So the power is in wherever the attention goes, that's how the energy flows. And whatever you think about, that's what you bring about. So I'm, I'm positioning you from the mind standpoint to expand into what you intend to create. So now you become intentional by the wavelength of your attention. So now it's the intent behind the attention. And so when you have the intent behind the attention, then you become intentional and then you have the power to manifest what it is that you desire. Because I believe that we all have the power to have what we desire and what we deserve. And you're right. And it doesn't matter what age you are too. And this is one thing that I, I hear that same question over and over. like they say, there aren't any, you know, good men. And I think it's a matter of, there are, there are good men, there are good women out there. It's a matter of just taking your time. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think we just, we go through the stage, you're 55, I'm older than you. You look great for 55, by the way, and happy birthday. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're <laughs> oh, not. sweetie, I love you. I love you. But anyway, no, seriously, I don't, I'm so what happens is I find that, you know, women go through that mortal, that uh, biological clock, right? In their 30s, they want to have children, they want to meet somebody right away. And then we get to a certain age and we, that mortality clock starts to kick in. And I think what happens is that we're rushing, like we got to find somebody. I have a client right now that said, I I have to find someone within at least three months. I'm thinking three months, you know, it could take three years. And I don't mean to say that it depends on when the right person, when God's going to put the right person in your path, when you're ready and you're ready to be open. So I think, but one of the things I find too, is as we get a little bit more mature in life, you know, people will say, well, I don't want to give up my life for that person. And I think it's a matter of not giving up. You need to learn how to integrate and share. You want to share your life with somebody, but somebody you love. What's your thoughts on that as we're getting, getting into maturity in life and looking for that life partner, that forever partner? I think that's important, but I think there's a concept that I teach in my new packet that I have out, my new series that I have out. And that's that's what I call, that's that's like your stage three of because of, I give the five stages of dating and I'm sorry that's that's my stage four in my five stages of dating that's understanding your independence versus your interdependence independence versus inter in, because this is this is this is when a couple learns how how to still maintain a level of independence within the relationships. And so you've been independent for so long and then you get into this relationship and you now you're like flustered because you still want that independence, but then you still you want some interdependence. And so you're a little flustered because you don't know how to blend it. So this is where both couples recognize and realize that they both have to weave that continuity and consistency in the relationship by balancing. 
And how do you do that? You balance by not competing against each other, but celebrating one another for for each for each other's accomplishments. So, for, and for most couples, this stage begins to show up after the couple has been dating longer than six months. Well, you know, I think that's a very important part that you talk about. How about expanding on your five stages of dating? I know that's something that you've just rolled out. And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear just a time, you know, a little bit about it, not to give it too much away, because we do want you to go and, you know, head over to Reggie's site later on. I hope this piques your curiosity. So stage one is all about me and green. And I say that because in stage one, the purpose is to determine if there is enough. And I call this my C stage. You want to determine if there's enough commonalities. You want to see how the conversation is. You want to see if there is chemistry, but ultimately you want to see if there is a connection. So that's why I call that my C stage. So, so you want to find out if this meet and greet even warrants a date, because we're not even at the date stage yet. We're just in the meet and greet stage. So you and, and for some people, don't rush this because it may take a couple of meet and greets to determine if you even want to date that particular person. So the thing that I suggest and that I ask during this stage is just be yourself. That is so important that you be yourself. And even in this stage, once you once you uh, get the package, I tell you what, what questions to ask during the stage. There are questions that you should ask to find out if it's a fit. Because if it's not a fit, you can't force it. And many people try to force something that's not a fit. That's why they find themselves in the situation they're in, because they knew going in that it wasn't a fit, but they tried to force it. There's an old song that says, if it don't fit, don't force it. Just relax and let it go. Sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to relax and let it go and trust the process that if this wasn't a fit, there is another fit for you because you have some principles and principles are constant. So if principles are constant, that means they don't change. They remain. Principles work if you work the principles. So I give you questions to ask during this meet and greet stage. Don't go home. You just met somebody today at the gas station. He asked you for your phone number. He asked you on a date tonight. Don't go home and say, I got a date tonight. No, 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 too soon. Why don't you tell him, let's meet and let's have a meet and greet so we can even determine if it even warrants you and I going on a date. Why? Because time is our biggest commodity. And we don't have a whole bunch of time to waste. And once you waste time, it's something you can't get back. That's true. It's so perishable. Wow. Powerful. And um, how do women respond when you share this? I mean, I'm sure you just enlighten them and empower them and open their eyes. Yeah, I just did Bravo with Sheila on, uh, uh, what's today? Um, Tuesday. I did a Tuesday, Tuesday evening. It's out of New York. So... Um, it's all women. Man, the women was just on the edge of their seat because I'm talking to them about this. And so what I gave them, though, I, 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 I threw some of the stages of dating in, but what I gave them was I gave them Reggie's relationship recipes. So <laughs> I, gave, I gave them some, how do you get the man that you desire and deserve? We could do that on another one. But that's what I gave them. I and they were, like blown, they were like blown away because it, it's, it's in the mind. Everything starts here. Uh, in, in the mind, because again, it's that expanded consciousness. Whatever you, whatever you think, is what expands. 
So if we change that narrative up here, you change the narrative and you change the conversation that you're having with yourself. Because if you keep saying there is no good man, that's all you see. That's what's going to expand. But if we're able to change that narrative, there are some good men, then you start seeing that and that's what expands. And then here's the other thing. When that good man comes into your life, you got to be ready. There's three things that I tell women. They have to do three things. You got to be ready. You got to know how to recognize and you got to know how to receive. Those are Reggie's three R's. But there are Reggie's two R's that will nullify those three, three R's is one, if it's a rebound date, doesn't work. That's short-lived. That's impulsive dating. And two, if it's a return dating, that's because you're going back to something that you're comfortable with. And sometimes it's not about comfortability. It's about accountability. So now are you going to be accountable or do you rather be uh, comfortable? So if it's rebounding, not going to work. If it's return dating, that's because you're comfortable and it's familiarity and you're going back to something, but you forget. Why did you leave it? You left it. There was a reason you left it, but now you want to go back to it because it's familiar, but you left it. There was a reason. So I say to women, you got to be ready. That means you don't have any baggage. You're going in. You've done the work on yourself. That's what it all boils down to, doing the work on you. Secondly, you got to know how to recognize. You've already created this man in your mind. That's that mind. Expand. That's that expanded consciousness. Create the man you want. Know what he looks like, feels like, walks like, talks like, smell like. You've already, because you have the feeling of it. You got to have the feeling of it. It's almost like you're already in it. So you got to know how to be ready, know how to recognize. And the last part is you got to know how to receive. Receiving for women are so is so difficult because of the fact they've had so many bad men. When they get a good man, they want to make the good man a bad man. That's why we got to change that whole narrative so that now you start getting what you desire and deserve. And you know, it's interesting because you're right. Flipping the switch, flipping the script is something that's very important. And especially, and again, we have the emotional side as women, we are more emotional. So we're constantly with this dialogue. And before you know it, we've had this dialogue that turned into something awful and it really didn't even occur because it's only in our mind. And you're right. When you expand that conscious mind makes all the difference in the world. So share with us what's coming up for you. I would love our listeners to know, you said you have a few things going on and I love the topic you're going to be doing Friday, right? Or is that the one about how to know? Yeah. So share, I would love everybody here because I want them to be interested in you. <laughs> so we're taping a show here uh, today. It'll air in about a week. It's uh, it's, it's called, um, what are... We, uh, what are the, what are those signs that point to your spouse wanting to leave? And what, what those platform signs? is that going to be on? Uh, it's called The Coach in the Comic. You'll be able to see it on uh, Spotify. You'll be able to see it on YouTube. All the social media platforms it'll be on. It's called The Coach in the Comic. That's with actor and comedian Buddy Lewis. Okay. And then um, we're taping that. And so I'll give you a few of the signs because I think they're important. I'll give you yes, a few. That's the appetite for people to turn it. You know, well, some of the signs are your spouse, your, your spouse will begin to appear uninterested in your whereabouts. That's one of the signs. Another sign is they seem pleased when you say you're when you say you're going out. Okay, go bye. It's <laughs> like they don't really care anymore. Or uh, you're noticing that some of their personal items are starting to disappear. It's like what happened to you? Because they're slowly but surely packing their items, or they've become very rude with you. You you have a conversation and and they're getting really rude with you, and you're wondering where it's coming from, and uh, some way, somehow, they tell you, 
they want a break. They just want to take a break. So these are just some of the signs that point to your spouse wanting to leave. I've got a bunch of them, but those are some. I love that. So that's, and what else is on the horizon? Because you are always busy moving around, talking about relationships. Friday night, I'm talking to a group of Mary Kay women, um, and I'm just going to give them a bunch of Reggie's relationship recipes. Okay. Well, give us one recipe before we end this. Give us one great recipe that everybody can take away. One great recipe. Let me give you, uh, okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Let me think. I will give you, here's one for you. Let's do the one on, uh, we were talking about the power of the mind, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you can't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. You've got to allow life to guide you along your journey. So when you trust the process, here's what it looks like. Imagination plus visualization plus vibrational alignment equals manifestation. Let me tell you what imagination is. Imagination is it's the images or the concepts of external objects not present to the senses. So you're imagining what you want to happen as a reality. Visualization is, is it's the cognitive tool that accesses your imagination to realize the aspects of an object or an action or the outcome. That's the visualization. But the vibrational alignment is so important because every form of matter, which your body includes these, it vibrates at a certain frequency. That's why we talk about that vibrational frequency. That's how your body vibrates, right? So vibrational alignment through your emotions with the energy of who you really are. So emotions are E. Motions are literally energy in motion. That's your energy that's moving. But if you understand all of that, that's the expanded consciousness that I get into when we talk about dating relationships, you understand imagination plus visualization plus vibrational alignment equals your manifestation. So ladies, you can have what you want. You can have what you desire and deserve when you understand the science of this. And I teach that there is a science to this. And so I really get heavy into understanding the process, which is called the mind power. Perfect. Gosh. Now, where can they find you, Reggie, as far as um, I want to be able to put this also in the show notes and anybody that's out there listening? Go ahead. Yeah, um, my new series, Dating and Creating, we talked talked about today a little bit, Dating and Creating. Go to CReggieRogers.com. CReggieRogers, C-R-E-G-I, just like it's spelled here, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. See ReggieRogers.com. You'll see the, the new uh, series, Dating and Creating. You can get it in the audio form or you can get the uh, video form where you get five videos of me teaching this, five videos plus five audios so you can take it with you. And then I have a bonus for you as well in the uh, package with the videos because uh, I'm also going to give you like a workbook as well in that package. So go to see ReggieRogers.com. You catch me on YouTube. Uh, on Instagram, C. Reggie Rogers, Facebook, C. Reggie Rogers, Twitter, at Reggie Rogers. Wonderful. Well, you know, and it's just every time I speak to you, too, you always enlighten me. So I love your recipe. It's IVVM. 
Okay. That's what I, that's recipe, everybody out there that's listening. And then, you know, going to Reggie's site, I went and took a look at it. There's some great valuable information. You know, there are so many people say, oh, Maria, you're a dating coach as well, but there are so many different dating coaches that we appeal to so many different people. It's like, you don't go to one hairdresser in the world. And that's why I wanted to bring Reggie on because I felt that there is a community of people out there that need you that need you to guide them. And I think that's important. Reggie, do you want to say anything before we wrap this up? Not, Marie, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, as you stated, you are a relationship coach, but I think the mutual respect that we have for one another, because I've brought you on my show a few times, that's because I respect what you do and I respect you as a person. So there's no, there's never been any insecurity there or jealousy there. I'm always about applauding the next person when somebody is doing something well and doing a great job at it. So that's why I brought you on my show. And I think that's why we get along so well, because of the mutual respect that we have for one another. And I certainly applaud all that you do, Maria. Thank you so, so much. Plus, you like my Christmas dinners. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, you need to know that. He's broken bread with me, and I just love him for that. But you know what? Um, I want to just tell everybody I'm going to put the information in the show notes for you. Definitely check Reggie out. He has a lot of great, valuable information that's going to help you because our passion, our purpose is to help you find that perfect plus one, but the perfect plus one that's going to work with you. Somebody that you're going to enjoy, like Reggie was saying, and that you enjoy each other. You share each other's life. So in the meantime, continue to stay healthy, happy, and safe. And as I always say, spread love. Have a great day, everybody. 